It's time now for The Complete Story, a public news and information feature of BOT Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich BOT, with today's Complete Story. Well, you know, Rich, uh, the most important issues of our day are the same issues that mankind has always had to deal with and sort it out. Uh, the nice thing about America is we're a democracy, so the people have the right to speak. The people have the right to speak. But as time goes on, sometimes the people, they're not sure what it's all about, or they don't want to be bothered, or they're not sure of this, that, or the other thing. So those who are the public servants, they start running the place as though they own the house. <laughs> if I could use that you call that an alliteration or what? Well, and today's broadcast is all of our Kansas stations. So this is a Kansas issue. We're talking to all of our stations. We have 17 stations all across the state of Kansas. So this is especially for you. Well, this is especially for Kansas. I would keep referring to Kansas being the heart of America. And if America has heart trouble, look to the heart of the matter. And tell me now what this is all about. Well, a week ago Friday... The Kansas House. That's a week ago today. Failed to pass the two, with a two thirds majority necessary the value them both amendment. It passed by two thirds in the Senate and it failed by four votes, that two thirds majority in the okay, House. Let's clarify that. In the Senate, 100% of the Democrats voted against it. That's right. Folks, you just have to kind of write that down if. The Democrats, they are going to vote against any regulation or anything dealing with abortion. But the Republicans, they ran on a ticket that they're supposed to be pro-life. So, so in the Senate of the of Kansas, the Senate um, voted in favor of it with a two-thirds majority because all of the all the Republicans stayed together. Right. All right. Then what well, happened? Well, I have, I have an editorial that explains this all. Maybe we should play that. All right. Let's go ahead and do it. This is Rich Bott with an editorial comment. Last year, the liberal activist Kansas State Supreme Court handed down a ruling that puts at risk every pro-life state law that regulates and restricts abortion. This undoes decades of pro-life work in the state. The only way to correct this radical injustice is with a state constitutional amendment to be voted on by the people of Kansas. The Value Them Both amendment passed the Senate with the required two-thirds majority, but last Friday, the Kansas House missed the required two-thirds majority by only four votes. Every pro-abortion Democrat voted no. And shockingly, four supposedly pro-life Republicans joined with the Democrats to vote no and kill the amendment. I call them the fatal four. Each of those four House members ran on the pro-life Republican platform, yet just when their vote counted most, they voted no. They denied we the people the opportunity to vote on this amendment. The fatal four are Jan Kessinger, representing Overland Park, Tom Phillips, representing Manhattan, Bill Panbacker, representing the north-central towns of Maryville, Washington, Belleville, and Don Heineman, representing out in western Kansas, Scott City, Dighton, and Oakley. You may call these men at one 800 
432-3924. You might also consider recruiting and supporting genuine pro-life alternatives in the upcoming primary election. The deadline for registering for the August primary is June 1st, so there's plenty of time to do the right thing. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men and women to do nothing. And the fight for life in Kansas goes on. For more information about the Value Them Both Amendment, you can go to the Kansans for Life website at kfl.org. That's kfl.org. Tell me, Rich, wouldn't it be a good idea for the people also to hear when the Speaker of the House is a good man? Um, his name is Reichman? Yes, and he's from Olathe. He's a good man. His name is Reichman. What's his first name? You forgot that? Um, From Olathe. Ron. Ron Reichman. So and he was Speaker of the House, and this is the way the vote came down uh, just a week ago today. Listen. The people of Kansas lost today. They lost their right to vote on the direction of our state's future. They lost their ability to exercise the state system of judicial checks and balances. Today's vote sets our state down a disappointing path. One where the people have no say in whether Kansas will be a pro-life or pro-choice state. And one where the state may no longer have the authority to implement common sense regulations, such as parental notification for minors, limitations on late-term and partial birth abortions, or the health and safety precautions for clinics. I stand when Kansans. I stand for life. Does any member desire to change his or her vote? Seeing none. 80 voted in favor and 43 against. The passage of SCR 1613 does not receive the constant majority and fails. See, Rich, uh, since 1991, the Summer of Mercy in Kansas and Wichita, why uh, the Supreme Court of Kansas had been leaning more and more and more liberal or in favor of abortion until finally, until finally there was that case where Dr. Jerome Lejeune, the world number one geneticist, spoke, and he said, it's do we care? Because, you see, there are those people who want to say an unborn baby is just property. It's the women's right, what she wants to do with her own property, for goodness sakes, but the unborn baby isn't property. It's a person. It's a person. And I want folks to listen carefully to what Phil Kage uh, said in his song. Who will speak up for the little ones Helpless and half abandoned They've got a right to choose life They don't want to lose I've got to speak up, won't you? You see, folks, uh, that's the battle. Uh, Maybe the churches should speak up for the little ones. Uh, maybe the churches should say, we want to explain this all to our congregation. Who are we? What do we believe? Do we believe the Bible? What does the Bible say about life uh, in its most innocent form? And uh, and then so the people feel that their church, wherever they attend, of course, has a position on life versus what? You know the answer to that. What say you, Rich? Well, this battle is not over. And uh, it's just like the opening salvo in a war, and uh, we, we've been dealt a setback. Yeah. And these these uh, Benedict Arnold, really, Republicans, these who ran Republicans. on the pro-life platform but then voted no when their vote yeah. uh, counted most. Jan Kessinger from Overland Park, Leewood, 
Manhattan, Kansas, represented by Tom Phillips, uh, Don Heineman out in western Kansas, Scott City, Oakley, Dighton, and uh, Bill Panbacker up in north-central Kansas, uh, Washington, yeah. and that area. Now, I'm sure that these gentlemen, uh, they're nice people, I suppose. They probably go to a church someplace. Maybe, maybe they don't all, but maybe the church is even the type of church that affirms uh, what they have done. I don't know. But I know this, they are supposed to be a public servant. Now, we were talking to Donna LaPole. By the way, before we get into that, I want you to say just a word about the banquet that Kansans for Life had in Overland Park, where Lamar Hunt Jr. Has anybody been rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs lately? Lamar Hunt Jr., whose family owned the Kansas City Chiefs, he was the master of ceremonies there at that pro-life banquet. And who was the speaker? Well, the speaker was Tim Tebow. And he gave a fantastic Christian yeah. witness and a strong pro-life message. Well, his own testimony, his own life was into that. So I don't know, folks, but here is Donna LaPole because she, she also then, there are so many wonderful people in Kansas that are doing their best to lift and carry the weight. We just want the churches to find their voice. Here's Donna LaPole. Well, Donna, tell me, um, when did you start Culture Shield? Well, Culture Shield came about in 2011. Of course, I've been in full-time ministry since 1991. But in 2011, I knew that I was supposed to focus on calling the body of Christ in Kansas to pray and fast and be understanding of who Jesus created us to be. And that means we're supposed to step into the culture Mm. and represent Him. I like that, the idea of culture. That's that's what a state or a country or a family, they have a culture, don't they? And when you say culture shield, I suppose that is to shield the culture from those who would want to destroy it. Absolutely. I think that a lot of people in uh, the, the church don't really understand their identity or their destiny. And if you don't understand that, it's hard to understand our authority. And so Jesus expects us to represent him. Yeah. How important is the Bible to how you term the church? Well, we have to know the Bible. We have to pray the Word of God. And I spend a lot of time in the Psalms and the Proverbs and all through, I mean, just today was in Isaiah forty three nineteen that he says he's ready to do a new thing, and he's going to flow with, through the wilderness with streams of living water. And I believe that that is what we need to understand. He wants to do a new thing, but he expects us to be ready yeah. to do it. You see, abortion is not a political subject, is it? Abortion has nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with what is right and what is wrong. And in America, it's the people's choice. Right. And, and, you know, God says in his word that we are to protect life. And I was just reading all the way through Scripture, even in Isaiah, where he said he had plans for us when we were in the womb. Mm-hmm. You mentioned 1991. Why do you say you have been in full-time ministry since 1991? What was there about that year that really kind of energized you? 
Well, actually, my husband and I had our 25th wedding anniversary, and we were headed out of town, and we heard about these rallies. So we went to that, and we didn't leave town for over six weeks because we were constantly down there day and night at the abortion clinic, standing in front of George Tiller's abortion clinic, talking to women and sharing the love of Jesus with them. And so that totally changed our lives, our whole family, absolutely. See, um, now your recollection, then, how did the media treat what you saw with your own eyes, how did the media report it, whether it was in Kansas City or even in Wichita or Topeka, how did the media treat it? Well, unfortunately, we had fake news back there in a big way. And my husband was an avid reader of the newspaper, and we would go down to the abortion clinic. Then all of a sudden, he'd pick up the paper, and he said, well, that's not what happened at all. And we were loving and kind and and just had a broken heart for those women that were headed in there. And we called them to account, and we called their the husbands and the boyfriends to account and said that they were going to regret the day that they did it. But we did it with love, the love of Jesus. Yeah. It's so interesting to hear you say that, because when Rich and I went to Wichita during that same time, the Summer of Mercy, that's called, we were just there as reporters. We wanted to report, and we were only reporting what we saw, and what we saw is what you have just said. Absolutely. And and so it's just been, this fake news has been going on for a long time. But, you know, it really doesn't matter what they say about us. It matters what Jesus thinks yeah. about us. Tell me. And that's why we have to do that. Tell that's me. in the culture. Tell me. Now, of course, then you had the politicians. They're supposed to be public servants, but you had the politicians then, and they were on both sides of the issue. Could we say the issue was life versus death? Because that really is clearly what it is. It is. But the politicians, of course, they were swirling around trying to find out what is the most popular thing in the moment. And so that was a mess as well, wasn't it? Absolutely. We had trouble with the mayor. We had trouble with the, with the governor and uh, so forth. But, you know, it all comes back to us. God says that we are to be his ambassadors. Yeah. So we, we just had to keep on going. And we have for the last 30 years almost. Now, you're calling for people from the state of Kansas to come to Topeka for a prayer and fasting rally. Tell me about that. Well, we know that fasting, Jesus said that fasting was good. He said, when you fast, not if you fast. So we're asking God to break the, the stalemate that's going on with these four votes that we need. And so we're going to fast from food. We'll be able to drink water, but not everybody can fast that way. But we're going to fast and we're praying and asking God to move powerfully to get us these four votes so that the people of Kansas can vote. Okay, but so for what you're calling for in Topeka, it'll be on what day, at what time, and should the people bring everybody, including their children and their churches and (laughs) everybody? Is it kind of a cross-section of Kansas that want to be there in their state capital to send a message? That's right. In fact, I just talked to a pastor this morning who has nine children. I encouraged him to bring them all. Uh, I've asked my kids to take their kids out of school for the day. I believe that it is the day that we need to show up 
with an attitude of love and prayer and fasting, but also we're saying we stand by what God says, and God says that every life is valuable. In America, we get our rights from God, not from government. Somebody said that you were also arranging somebody in Wichita to charter some buses. I suppose anybody listening to this broadcast, they could charter buses, they could make arrangements, they could do whatever it takes to bring a lot of people to let the politicians know that Kansas people have a voice that they're not listening to. Absolutely. And in Wichita, you can uh, get on the bus uh, at Central Christian Church at 715 on Wednesday morning, but you do need to call the Bot Radio Network station, which is 283-4592, and let them know you're coming, and it's cost $25 a person for a ride up and back on a very nice bus. I see. That's that's the Bot Radio Network phone number in Wichita, Kansas, for our Wichita station. I didn't know that yes. that was part of this at all, but we're certainly glad because you know what, folks, whatever you are, whatever you are at the end of the day, are you for life or are you for death? And I say that very honestly, abortion is the death of an unborn child. And so the, the thing is the church has been silent, the silent, the silent church is the one, is the one unit that needs to be heard in the state capitol. Uh, so anyway, right. anyway, you're going to do We're that. We're going to have pastors there. Right. We'll have pastors there. We'll have legislators there that are speaking. And that's Wednesday, February the 19th at 10 a.m. And then at noon, we'll be gathered in the rotunda and we'll hear some speakers. So it's basically from 10 a.m. We'll be walking through the capitol in the galleries and we'll be praying and fasting, and then at noon we'll gather in the rotunda. Yeah. And uh, we'll, that'll last from about noon to 1 o'clock. And this is for every uh, citizen of Kansas, whatever the church is, whatever the churches you're affiliated with, this is for you because you're a citizen, and if you care, you should be there. God bless you. That's what the legislator said to me. The legislator said, tell them to come to the people's house. Ah. It's the capital, but it's the people's house. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Donna. God bless you. You see, now, what happened, folks? Uh, Later on, she mentioned Pastor Joe Wright. But I'll tell you, Pastor Joe Wright then was invited to open. Can you imagine the House of Representatives with prayer at the state capitol and Pastor Joe Wright? Those were days when there were really... A lot of pro-life legislators there still are. Right. But but anyway, so Pastor Joe Wright opened with prayer. A number of years ago. And once again, the Democrats, they just caused a commotion. And then Paul Harvey, Paul Harvey heard about it and referred to it on his coast-to-coast uh, news program. Uh, and I want the listeners to hear right now. Man, oh man, they won't invite Pastor Joe to the Kansas State Legislature again. They invited Pastor Joe Wright of Wichita Central Christian Church to deliver the invocation, and he told God on them. Now God knows what they've been up to. And no sooner has their guest chaplain concluded his prayer than three Democrats on the state legislature are on their feet at microphones protesting. He can't talk like that about us. Representative Delbert Gross called the invocation gross. 
derisive, sanctimonious, and overbearing. Representative David Haley called it blasphemous and ignorant. Representative Sabrina Standifer echoed the indignation. What in the world had Pastor Joe said in Topeka, which incited the righteous wrath of three Democrats from Hayes and Kansas City? Well, <laughs> I have secured the entire text of the invocation so that you can evaluate it for yourself. What was it these Democrats didn't like? Quote, Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. We know your word says, Woe to those who call evil good, and that's exactly what we've done. We've lost our spiritual equilibrium. We've inverted our values. We confess that we've ridiculed the absolute truth of your word in the name of moral pluralism. We've worshipped other gods and called it multiculturalism. We've endorsed perversion and called it alternative lifestyle. We've exploited the poor and called it a lottery. We've neglected the needy and called it self-preservation. We've rewarded laziness and called it welfare. Father, in the name of choice, we have killed our unborn. We've neglected to discipline our children and called it building esteem. We have abused power and called it political savvy. We have coveted our neighbor's possessions and called it taxes. We have polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. We have ridiculed the time-honored values of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God. Know our hearts today. Try us and show us any wicked in us and then cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Guide and bless these men and women who have been sent here by the people of Kansas and who have been ordained by you to govern this great state. Grant them your wisdom to rule and may their decisions direct us to the center of your will. I ask it in the name of your Son, the living Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. For that was the prayer in... Uh when would that have been? It's in the early 90s there that Joe Wright was asked to bring and opening the session. Now, Joe Wright, of course, he's gotten old. He was the pastor of Central Christian Church then, and he's gotten old as time passes, as I have certainly gotten old. People know that. My voice is certainly... But we contacted Pastor Joe Wright, and he's still pastoring there in Wichita. His wife is very, very sick. I mean, life takes its toll, but you persevere and tell the truth as long as you have breath. Here is something about Pastor Joe Wright. Value them both deserves your support, and I call on Christians all over the state to rally, and let's get this done. Don't forget to come to the state capitol in Topeka on Wednesday, February 19th at 10 a.m., a statewide day of prayer and fasting at the capitol in Topeka, Wednesday, February 19th, 10 a.m. God bless you, and I hope to see you there. Oh, man, I mean to tell you, folks, now this is an older gentleman, and his family and his wife, his precious wife, uh, but he's going to be there. The fire's still burning in his oh, heart. Oh, man, alive. Now, here is Mary Kay Culp, anybody in the state of Kansas with Kansans for Life. You know that name. Here she is. This fight to pass a constitutional amendment in Kansas is not over. We have to pass it in order to regain our right to have pro-life laws. 
We have the rest of the legislative session, which runs through May, to do this. We're working with leadership, and we're pulling out all the stops, and we're going to keep the pro-life voters informed because this is the most important pro-life vote of this generation. So I just want people to know that even though we barely lost the recent votes that we're carrying on, and we certainly have not given up hope, and for people to keep paying attention and keep contacting their legislators. Yeah. Rich, I wonder if we should end this program with your editorial about what happened. What do you think? Okay, let me just say a couple of things. One is, uh, if you're in the Wichita area and would want more information about the buses going, call 283-4592. That's Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, the 19th of February, 10 a.m. on the steps, uh, noon in the Rotunda. And and if if you're in the Kansas City area, maybe you ought to rent some buses. Take your Sunday school bus. For goodness sakes, people can make arrangements to do whatever they make up their mind to do. I think I think this is going to be a wonderful day of prayer and witness and kindness. Uh, yes, let, let me hear a little bit of the Wichita song. Now, folks, this is what a, a policeman over in Illinois in 1990s when Rich and I were there in Wichita doing our reporting, and we were carrying that over to the St. Louis station, and the policeman in Wichita, I mean in St. In, in Illinois, he heard it, and he and his wife were the music directors at their church, and they wrote this song. Did you hear a baby cry in Wichita today? something tug inside your heart as a life was torn away do situations trouble you where people take a stand don't you hear the thunder rumbling across that troubled Right from wrong enough to satisfy your soul? Or should it take commitment for God's people to behold? As clouds of darkness gather up, what will we say and do? Would Christian witness persevere if left to me and you? All right, now here is what one preacher had to say, Dr. Lawrence White, a pastor of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Houston, Texas. There it is. But of this one thing, we can be absolutely certain. The Lord God Almighty hates the murder of innocent unborn children. All right, there you have it, Rich. What do you want to give the Remember the prayer rally coming up this Wednesday in Topeka. Also, for more information about the Value Them Both Amendment, go to kfl.org. Kfl.org. This is Dick Bob with my son, Rich, with this chapter, The Complete Story. We'll see you later. 